Your favorite thing to do on a day off? Binge watch television. Hello and welcome to Reba Watchables, your favorite Reba recap pod. The revolution has already been televised, as longtime Reba Watchables listeners know well. I am one of your co-hosts, Natalie Weiner. And I'm your other co-host, Johnny Opping, and we're back. We're back after quite a long hiatus. New year, old friends. Yes. Um, we're back. We're like we're technically not back back because we're doing a, a special, another special a bonus extra episode. special bonus yeah, episode. Who knows? We might take another year off. <laughs> but <laughs> see how this one goes, but we're back. We got great guests. We do. Back because our our resident uh, special Reba TV movie experts, Casey and Laura, have Hello. returned to Reba Watchables. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. We're so excited to be back. Yeah, thank you for having us. Uh, we we feel a little jealous that we're not introduced to the regular episodes, I will say. <laughs> it kind of feels like... We're carrying the bonus episodes on our back over here. You, you really are. And honestly, like it requires so much more legwork to watch an entire TV movie right. than like, just to watch a 20-minute episode. You, like, you've, already, you've already watched the equivalent of like six episodes right. or more of Reba. That is what we're here for. We're putting the time. And I, I'm happy then, to do it. Eventually, we're gonna have you on a regular episode, and you're just gonna okay. like confuse the Reba character with characters from <laughs> Reba McIntyre's from, The Hammer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you're spoiling. You're you're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. Right. The the TV movie that we will be discussing today on this extra special bonus episode with Casey and Laura is. Reba McIntyre's The Hammer. Reba McIntyre's is part of the title. Please do not omit it because otherwise people will get confused. Oh, I hadn't realized Me that. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. That's that's like how they added on uh, uh, Tim Burton onto Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Two From... like-minded people. Right. Tim Burton and Reba McIntyre. Two world Equal, builders. Even. So, <laughs> so you guys read my dissertation? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we've, we, uh, th- I mean, we're not, there's not much of an elephant in the room to discuss about the fact that we took approximately 10 months off of... More. Has it been a year? It's been a full year. It was January 2022 was our last episode. Okay. Well, so yeah, we took, we don't have an explanation except that life got busy um, and we only, you know, we're only going to record Reba Watchables if we can give 100% of ourselves. 110%. Yeah. Come on. We, and, we never give less than 110%. So we took a break off. We don't have... I I was thinking today, like, explaining, like, how we took all this time off. And so quick, quick side story, like, this is an embarrassing thing to admit, but Natalie was out of town recently. And when Natalie's out of town, our dog and our cat both get, like, extremely anxious because they oh, miss no. her. And I don't, and I don't want to deal with them, like just freaking out. So I played a Reba Watchables oh episode, so that oh they could hear God. her voice. And I, it doesn't horrible. work on the dog, but it works on the cat. And <laughs> the cat's like, "This is good enough." And yeah, exactly. And so, and I was playing it. I just picked a random episode, and you know, uh, as seems to be like a trend, I guess in that episode we had taken like 
over a month or who knows yeah, how long yeah, off. Sure. And in that episode, we uh, we justified it by saying that we were like taking the month off to like honor 9-11 to like, right. respect. <laughs> <laughs> like we were having a moment of silence for 9 some people aren't done processing yeah exactly <laughs> we're really just we're empaths you know and we're thinking of the victims um still all these years later but um but yeah no we took time off, but we're back. We're back. Maybe some would say better than ever, but that's kind of to be determined by this episode. Well, I mean, I, mean, I would say that because I'm here. So. I was yeah, say, exactly. Casey and exactly. Rory here. You like, sacrificing themselves at the altar of exactly. TV reboot movies. Two, two of you know, like people know them in their their work as DJs in the music industry, mm-hmm. but in their spare time, they are are keeping uh, solar powers solar panels out of Nashville <laughs> no. for fear of how it affects biodiversity. Always. That's that's what we're worried about. I, I thought I thought we weren't suppl- uh, supposed to plug until later. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you guys want to get to that now, yeah. I'm, I'm in law school to become a judge. I just oh, wow. Okay. Because of this film. That's I watched incredible. it two weeks ago. <laughs> So I mean, that's why Reba made it. You know, she wants to inspire. So true. I mean, so when did this film come out? This came out like three weeks. Three ago. Three weeks ago. Okay, so we're she pivoted from doing a Christmas film, which mm-hmm. seemingly she could just do every single year if she yeah. wanted to. And like, let's hope she does. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, Christmas stuff is just recurring cash every year. Right. Yeah. Like, right. that's exactly. the best part. I, we probably talked about that last time. Yeah, yeah. It's always great. But I mean, I will say, the Christmas movie was a Lifetime movie as well, right? Because this is yeah. mm-hmm. on Lifetime. Yeah. I think she has like a lifetime deal or something, and like a lifetime, a lifetime deal with lifetime. lifetime deal. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but no, she has. She has... She's got the Shohei Otani. <laughs> She's got a lifetime deal for how long? Well, for no, for lifetime. Forever. Uh, but but yeah, and but obviously, like you said, could keep printing money On during Christmas, Christmas films. Circuit, but yeah. as we all know, Reba's not a sellout. She cares <laughs> about the judicial system no. and wanted to, uh, you know, explore the legal system of rural Nevada. She wanted to explore the genre of Yellowstone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which isn't she in? She's already she's in, in a big TV sky. show. She's in another fake Yellowstone. That's totally yeah. different. Yeah. Wait, I might have thought that this was that, actually. <laughs> no, she's like having a Western moment right now. Well, even like when when you said like, oh, we're, we're going to get to watch the new, uh, not as if we weren't already going to. But, <laughs> we didn't uh, get to. We gave you the, the password. <laughs> the privilege. Finally. How thrilling. I, I sort of thought they were just one thing, and now I'm realizing they're two well, separate projects. Well, that's why yeah. I do the research. Otherwise, <laughs> we could be talking about Big Sky while they're talking about Reba McIntyre's The Hammer right. would be actually the same podcast. Two, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, questions. A lot, I'm sure there's a lot of subreddits about, like, does the Hammer exist character in exist the in the Big, big Sky, Sky universe? <laughs> exactly. Which I don't know. Which I will say I have not seen Big, big based, Sky. Yeah. I would say ask your mom because I my mom knows about Big Sky. I think it's a show <laughs> for moms. <laughs> That's perfect. Listen, I love shows for moms. I'm We're not watching yeah. a lifetime movie. I love shows yeah. for moms, yeah. But but agreed, I think that's probably the best primary source. Yeah. I mean it's funny too that like what we just watched, like 
it, like Big Sky is seemingly like the highbrow version of what we just right? watched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that would mean that it's like at all watchable. Yeah. I yeah. will say this Ooh. film uh, was a struggle. It was a challenge. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we have two two big picture questions to start off with, and the first one is just obvious. Like what. What did y'all think of this movie? Like, like big picture. I mean, should thoughts? we try to do like a very quick synopsis before? Uh, yeah, that's fair. You or yeah. it's a lot to ask for you to do a synopsis. I honestly don't remember, to, like, but we'll we'll you all start think, and you can like tag need... me in if you need. Totally. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. fill in the blanks. Okay. We just yeah, because watched the beginning last night, right? So <laughs> we can confidently do that. The solar panels really unlocked a lot of the second <laughs> half for me, yeah. so that right. uh, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Sort of an Easter egg. Yeah, go ahead. So, so we're the hammer. The hammer is Reba. Right. I think Reba. that's where She's we can start. She's the titular start. hammer. She's yeah. a judge. Um, she... Even though the title is Reba McIntyre's the hammer, like it's her hammer, right? But she is the hammer. ATM was, machine. Yeah. Well, she used the hammer. <laughs> she did. I mean, another. I mean, it thing, was her hammer. Before we get into it, like. <laughs> she's called the hammer because she hit someone with a gavel. Yeah. Which it's also like, did these. Like, I guess she, like, went viral. Right. And, like, they're like, oh, it's the hammer because she hit a guy on hammer with a hammer. Someone recorded on their phone. It's like, do these people not, like, I feel like the word gavel is pretty ubiquitous. Like, why yeah. would they not call her <laughs> the, the gavel. gavel? Like, do Zoomers not know what a gavel is? I also don't want to, I don't know if Zoomers would necessarily be watching this. I'll say that first. But That's I will fair. say, too, that um, the goes viral part. Which is kind of the premise so of the funny. movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Took t- took two seconds. Right, they yeah. really skip over. Where it. Yeah. was the montage? Like, where yeah, was the montage of like a mil- of like a remix of like, likes popping up? Well, instead of yeah. the montage, they had the thing where the little screen popped up over the phone, where for some <laughs> reason they like, yeah. superimposed yeah. like the video. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like it's it like was the like CGI. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's also like there like the way that that happened like. In this universe, there's, like, this weird sort of, like, co- like at-odds thing of, like, virality versus, like, locality. It's, like, in this universe, like, does this Nevada town, like, have its own internet? <laughs> Where, like, it's not to be, like, because, like, yeah, they were, like, oh, it's the hammer, you know, our local hammer person from the internet. It's, like, did you see this on your phone or did you watch the news? Like, I don't understand why you are the ones that okay. know about it. We're all getting ahead of everything. Okay. Yes. Nobody Sorry. understands. I know. Her, you're, you try to do the synopsis was, like, her name's the hammer. <laughs> and we just, like, went off the road. Everybody um, just cares about going viral these days. Yeah. It's, that is true. Um... So it's like it's her first judgeship, right? She she's never been a judge before. I think she's been a. That's a great question. I think she has, but I she's think moving she, in. I think she's like, this is her hometown. Let's start there. Right. Yeah, like, it is we her find hometown. That revealed, but um, I think she was like from the city. Yeah, she was coming in home Vegas, but for some reason, I think it was like, well, she's never been a judge before, so she doesn't know how anything works or whatever. Yeah, I think uh, there's like there. a suggestion that she's has the opportunity to become a judge. Yeah. And she, for some reason, like, unbeknownst to everybody, decides to go back to this rural town where she grew up to be the judge there. Mm-hmm. Instead of being a judge in, like, a in Vegas or in some bigger city. In, like, a real place, like Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where there are much more interesting crimes. What was the opportunity, to get, though? Because this is important. There was a murder. 
Yeah. Right. Well, that, exactly. I mean, she just, like, stumbles into, it's, like, her first day on the job. Yeah. And they're, like, oh, oh, yeah, the, oh, fuck, I forgot about that murder. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's an important murder. Um, so, yeah. So, the current judge, or the, the judge, when we open the movie, gets killed, like, immediately. He doesn't get killed. We find him dead. We find him yeah. dead. In yeah, a, that's very... In a brothel. In a brothel. Um, Which that's also an RV park. Well, yeah. so the brothel bears a striking resemblance to the brothel in Justified. I'm just going to put that out there. Just in that it's a mobile home. Well, it's a okay. bunch of trailers, well, yeah. you know, around a that's little true. circle. So the ooh, we've never seen that. One. <gasps> oh man, I'll say like a, a thing that. Well, we haven't talked about it since we haven't been recorded in a year. But like a a, a real like simple question I have that I pose as a question, but the answer is yes, is could Reba have been unjustified? And yeah. it, and she definitely could have. And it and would have been, been awesome. It would have been the best, like, actual <laughs> earnest thing. She's I don't know if she's ever been in an earnest thing. See, yeah. like, she, she could have been definitely, like, Deadwood. Like, if she were yeah. a side right. character, I'd be like, oh, this rules. I mean, I'm that's... Like, uh, if you were Ricky Jay, I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> that, like... That does get to a question as we just go on another tangent of, like, the whole time I was watching this, I was having a back-and-forth debate where I changed my mind, like, every scene of, like, really just having no idea if she's a good actor or not. Like, there are moments where I'm, like, I- I'm, like, actually, I think she might be a good actor and, like, it's just that she's, you know, willingly being in, like, silly things versus this is absurd. Like, she's just... Mm-hmm. A person so, like is it like the qualification just that she can speak? She's cashing a check, that's right. for sure. But let's remember that they created a special category of the Tony Awards to honor her. <laughs> so Somebody brought that up on, a, on the podcast in the past. I think it might have been it was me. Us. Yeah, I think it, was, it was us. It was us. And so I would like to say that she is a good actress. Um, however, I don't think she necessarily cares about the material and I don't think Lifetime necessarily does either. And also she's also a like stage actress. So she's like very over the top. You right. know what I mean? Cause she's like yeah. a performer. She's right. over the top, but like the range is so small. Like anytime yeah. it goes outside where she's, she's comfy, it, it feels right. a little awkward. I mean, I think that she's like one of those like kind of old school performers where it's like, she wants to be silly, and if it is silly, she's gonna ham it up even more than the script asks, and that like it naturally is not what we identify as like anything even close Good. to like talent. You know, it's just yeah. like oh, yeah. just be willing to embarrass yourself. But like, like for example, when she does van life, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's like I can't sleep inside. Right. Like, okay, so here's. Uh, let's return quickly to the actual plot okay. of the thing. So we'll get there eventually. The, about the judge, no, because van life, because it mm-hmm. ties into what we're talking about. Like the judge is murdered. They need a new judge. Reba is the one who is appointed by the governor to be this judge, despite maybe never having been a judge before question mark and just being a lawyer or maybe judge in Las Vegas. So she gets in her like, specially equipped camper van that she it's a does toyota she, tacoma next toyota okay yes specially <laughs> equipped toyota tacoma thank you for clarifying but like my question is 
like she talks all about like oh i have to like live in this or whatever like and it's all she can sleep in there she's got all her stuff she's like she's a woman on the go you know van life like you're saying it's a very sort of interest like everyone's like are you homeless and she's she doesn't like, have a place yeah she doesn't have a place but like so was she sleeping in the toyota tacoma in las vegas like no, on the streets no. of las vegas no, she didn't I have a house i think it's because this was like a transient position because they I always talk about right. how she's like i gotta drive to like that's a rump tomorrow like but but you, you make a good town. point because she's like she I always ne- says I, I never sleep she's inside like, i need to be able to see the stars <laughs> And it's like, well, you're just in Las Vegas, where it's like the most like superficial place. You would never see them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because there's so much light. So this is my first question that never really gets an answer. But yeah. So the first shot of our good friend Reba is her in her Toyota Tacoma going like 100 miles an hour down the highway. Wearing her Dillard's wardrobe. I just want to say that she has a clothing line at Dillard's and that jacket is from it. Oh, wow. That's all I'm saying. Gotta love the product placement. That's, Laura, thank you for bringing that detail to light. The Reba universe, it just continues to expand. They sell the gavel at Dillard's, too. (laughs) (laughs) And they call it the hammer. (laughs) Have a label that says the hammer. I would buy it. The hammer's gavel. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, so she's driving like 100 miles an hour, and she gets pulled over by some little shrimpy cop. Um... And he, like, takes his gun out, you know, and, like, walks up with his gun raised, basically. And she's like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm a judge, you know. Kind of does, you know, puts him on his ass a little bit. Pulls yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the last thing she says is, like, I better not see you with your gun out at a traffic stop again. It's like, okay, woke icon. (laughs) But, like, what is happening? They have Reba. Yeah, exactly. It's also, like, the the unintentional subtext there is, like, if, if the... If the person who's pulled over wasn't the literal judge of the town, right. probably would have been like murdered in a traffic stop. Right. We we just need Reba to do that like five hundred thousand. Right. Times. <laughs> 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 Nation's problems are solved. I also think that in addition, I want to call it the Dillard's wardrobe. Um, I would also like to call it the horrendous wig she is wearing. The entire film, <laughs> like just deeply bad, like. There, she has like these little side clips in the wig that defy physics. Like they don't make sense the way they're sitting on her head. And I did not necessarily notice that as much the first time I watched the film. Uh, but <laughs> but last but the third night, time? <laughs> but but the eighth time, I was like, wow, um, the bangs do not look correct. Um, I just want to call that out. It's just something to think about as it you're was... you're watching it. It was weird. Yeah, because, I mean, everyone who listens to this is immediately going to go watch watch The Hammer, I think. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was like they were trying to make her hair look bad, like she's, like, kind of salt of the earth kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> but then they just succeeded in making it look like nobody's just hair has like ever shit. looked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, supposed to be, like, this woman is... You know, she's a judge. She doesn't care about she her hair. She in a truck. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, judges many, many generations ago all wore wigs. <laughs> that's and so true. this is just kind See? of like an homage to that. Okay, you're right. Wow, that's a thoughtful <laughs> costuming <meta>. detail. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, we've made it about three minutes into the film. Um, so she comes to town. The, per- the, the, the previous judge was found dead in a brothel that we later find out is run by Reba's sister. 
Who is, drum roll please, Barbara Jean. (laughs) It's an amazing reunion of our Reba faves. Mm -hmm. I think they actually like are real life friends, so it's kind of cute that they did this on screen. Oh yeah, she's ready to bring her friends in. Yeah, she cast her boyfriend. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, we haven't gotten to him yet. She just, well, she just wants to go on a vacation with her friends and I respect that. Yeah, and wherever they shot this. Maybe Nevada? Who knows? (laughs) Probably just wherever they already were. Yeah, Uh, exactly. (laughs) So, basically, I feel like a lot of the plot we will have to yada yada because it's, like, sort of... Convoluted. It's convoluted and it's, like, red herrings, but it's, like, red herrings that don't lead to any... Like, what what turns out is just as, like, is arguably much more pointless than any of the things (laughs) they sort of suggest might... Yeah. Bad guys or whatever. Uh, but... This is such a, like, otherwise I would love this because it's very much a people standing there talking to each other movie, like a 1970s movie that was also <laughs> made to be the pilot for a TV series, <laughs> which I'm normally into, but it's so easy to get lost where you're just like, yeah. I, I can't track, like, who that is and what they're talking. It... Right. And you're trying to, like, you're trying to, like, even for, like, a you know, consciously sort of B movie, you're like, is it do am I supposed to like process that like do should I remember this thing that's happening now? Because they, they show you pretty pointless. They show you that Barbara Jean is the owner of the brothel and then it's like thirty minutes later that they bring it back up. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not made clear is what yeah, I'll which say. Which like implies <laughs> that they like they shot the first part retroactively to be like is this really the first time we're saying that she right. was, like should we just like drop it in earlier? But yeah, so like basically what happens, she comes to town because the judge is murdered, and then there is another case that her first big case is um a sort of vague uh death, I guess. Of like a manslaughter a, a, kind of charge of or something. Involuntary yeah. manslaughter in which there is no like other it's not like it's not even, like, guilty or not guilty. It's, like, was the kid who drove his friend off the road oh, yeah. not very conscious like, that coming he was... back from the party or whatever? Yeah, it was, like, did oh, he do gosh. it with intent or was it an accident? And, like, which obviously is a big question, but, like, that's explained very briefly once. And it's, like, the lingering thing, but none of the ensuing conversations between the people involved ever actually like discuss any of the thi- any of the crime like yeah. it's never no, sort it's, of like it's brought not, back because up. like the crime is not the point the point is that the kid is well, reba's well, boyfriend's the, kid yeah he's <laughs> the he's the kid of yeah reba's reba's solar old farm. xbf solar right. farm boo and when we say reba's boyfriend we mean her real life boyfriend. reba mcintyre's literal boyfriend <laughs> is the actor who plays this guy rex lynn yes yeah which and then he sort of tries to strong arm her into being like, hey, hey, he he basically comes in and says, hey, if you were wondering if I murdered your predecessor, I didn't. So, and she was like, uh, okay. And then he's like, and also like my son, please, please be go easy on my yeah, exactly. son. And just like, all right, well, why would you lead with like bringing up a different murder? Yeah. If, you, if you don't want your son who's like on basically like on trial for murder to seem less guilty right yeah there's it is like 
we sort of left that hanging, but like nobody knows who killed the judge that Reba is replacing. So that's sort of, and she starts to like get all these threats and stuff. And like, everyone's like worried about her safety and blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. She like gets a note in her truck and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets like, away. yeah, <laughs> these threats, these threats get, they escalate, they escalate. very quickly yes. <laughs> from like someone, you know, walking near her truck to like a, a note, like you said, to her, her father's cat being murdered and sent to her office. Yeah, exactly. Her father, like, who has Alzheimer's and the cat is the only thing that makes him happy. Right. And First of all, pers- <laughs> yeah, we, we talk, so. I cat- have anti-cat sentiment in my notes. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Films, oh, yeah. films always have anti-cat sentiment. <laughs> I feel like that's very well documented. Right. Cats are, like, and they're either there to be mean to the protagonist for some reason or to just wind up dead. And I was so disappointed that this yeah. was one of those movies. It, it's true. And it's like, this cat is, is like, one of the more likable characters in right. the entire film. Because, like, a, hor- a seemingly horrible man who developed Alzheimer's, like, has, like, one show, like, moment of affection. And it's like, he found a stray cat and like and does it. I like I feel like I remember Reba like walking in and she's like what are you doing with that dirty cat or something right. yeah that's the anti-cat sentiment yeah. right. everyone hates the cat men and will the literally like, adopt a stray cat instead of going to therapy that's <laughs> <laughs> like sorry I'm taking care of your fucking dad while right. you're in Las Vegas and your sister runs a, a brothel. brothel but also so like another element that we should just gather away is Reba is from this town, and her some like intense trauma happened yeah, in her like childhood that is never plot. fully yeah. explained. She but well, we she ne- goes in her little like Harry Potter cabinet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she got locked. Like, an extremely yeah. dark moment of the film. Yeah, and I also feel like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, that's devastating. Like that should be very emotional. And this might be where you were, Johnny, where you're sort of like. She doesn't really like connect as Emotes. an actress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because because you're like this should be like soul wrenching if that was actually happening to you. Right. And yeah. She's just sort of like there are my fun etchings I made. While <laughs> no. I was, like, yeah. Locked in <laughs> the cabinet. It's she like, has no to be cold food. as steel. With no she has food. to be cold as steel, like a hammer. Yeah. It's almost like she's <laughs> uninterested in that because like she then goes like, oh, we found Mama's gun. There it is, and she yeah, like exactly. skips over to it like she's like frolicking, and it's like yeah. you just had a flashback to your dad locking you in the attic with no food for days, and yeah. like sc- and like in the flashback, like you heard like the dad screaming like like threatening to beat her basically i know and it, and it was like oh shit like this is horrible and she's and, like just glad to be here i guess like, yeah exactly <laughs> and like and it didn't like i mean it, it was just wild how it didn't really like it was never really referenced again except the, well, at the like, very end what happened at the end? Because the <laughs> other judge, like the guy who was like, "You can't be a judge in these parts. Oh, You're a woman." Right, right, right. And she right. like went up to him in the, at the very end, like the last scene where they like celebratorily sing a judge song, which is random, but I'm into it. <laughs> um, she like goes up to him and she's like, "I was in front of you, like pleading with you, like in this child abuse case, and I told you, like my dad locked me in a cabinet with no food and like." you know, for days, and you didn't do anything. Right, you know? that's true. Which that was the extreme, only place it was brought up. Extremely, like, fucked up, because, like, he... 
he denies it, but obviously, like, the film is saying that this guy didn't care that a young girl was being abused, and he was, like, the city judge. Mm-hmm. And Reba's, like, come up and That would never like, happen. Yeah. <laughs> and Reba was just like, but I'm strong, and I'm gonna go sing karaoke. Yeah, exactly. So the joke's on you. And it's like, well, I mean, honestly, it's like, he's still just thriving in his life as, right. like, a horrible person. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we went on a sad, a sad tangent there, but, um, but hey, it was, that's the real world. Yeah. So, that's did, true. yeah. so did the film. It went on a sad it did tangent. Go, that's uh, true. It did go on a sad the tangent. The film, capital F. But, um, yes, Reba's boyfriend's introduction. I think this was a interesting moment because he was brought in as like, you think that he's going to be the corrupt rich guy villain. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's, yeah. like, sort of what you would assume based on, like, okay, his kid is on trial. He's trying to, like, kind of get yeah. cozy with the judge. He what has a... snakeskin boots. Exactly. Like, right. I mean, yeah. and they lay it on hard, which, like, makes you obviously think, like, I wonder if this is, like, a, a bait and switch. Maybe he's good. But, like, the movie, like, maybe he's actually the good guy. I but... mean, they say some classic villain things. But... They say Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> they say, okay. which school? Princeton? Some Ivy League school. Yeah. Right? Uh, Stanford. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, near Silicon then Reba Valley. goes, uh, you're a techie. Yeah, no, that's exactly, yeah. I was going to get to that. That's, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Just said, oh, so you're a tech. No, she said, oh, you're a techie? So this place must, like, bore the hell out of you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's how techies are. They go to these places. And, like, as if... Uh, yeah, so he's he's a techie. <laughs> but he's and... also, like, old. I'll say it. Um, so yeah. I don't really know. He is old. Like, right, exactly. It's not like he's, like, actively coding anything. Like, he's just yeah, spending exactly. money. exactly. I mean, it well, also... Senior developers. It, it, it's also, like, I'm sorry, like, are we supposed to believe that this person exists? That, like, like oh, yeah, like, every rural town knows about the old guy who, <laughs> who is still seemingly, like, very Western-themed, but, like, and, like, has, like, Western bona fides, but went to Stanford and, like, works for Google. And like, also, like, is really into solar farming, but yeah. that's, like, his villain trait is that he, like, that's, is but, into solar sustainable energy, dark side. Right. That's, yeah, such, exactly. like, the, that's such, like, the liberal gotcha moment, too, where he's, like, he, you think he's the villain and he, like, wants to recycle. Or yeah, something. exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, people who aren't sure if he's bad or not that are watching are, like, oh, yeah, this guy's really <laughs> fucked up. I mean, like, think of what he's doing for the biodiversity. <laughs> So that, that line I referenced was one of the best lines when he was it like, was so he's funny. talking about how, like, you know, like, I know it looks bad because me and the the, the judge who was killed, the previous judge, had bad blood. And he's like, because, like, I put my solar, my solar panels here and he, you know, he didn't want them here because of what they might do to the biodiversity. <laughs> so like, what insane. do you, are there, like, fucking, this isn't, there's it's not, like, like, blue whales in this fucking place. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely, like, somebody in the writer's room or maybe, like, one of Reba's advisors was, like, we need to insert, we need to check, like, five woke boxes in this movie. Right. <laughs> and one of them is the environment. One of them is having a black sidekick. One of them is showing that police can be bad. Another okay. one is re- reducing recidivism in a more positive way in <laughs> drug court. <laughs> I also think one of them is that you can do a queer reading of this film, is what I'll say. I'll, okay. Casey, I, I, brought I that have up. that Hold thought, on. too. Yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. 
here's here's all I'm gonna say about this. She meets her sidekick and they go on their first <laughs> like the away. Yeah, the bailiff. Yeah. And they go. Who, the, She's a re- travel judge, so they're on a trip. Yes. So she goes to an away uh, hearing and. She travels with the bailiff, to and they have like an argument about like, well, where are you gonna sleep? Are you gonna <laughs> sleep with me? Or you can't sleep out here alone? And like, outside of everything, that's all I'm basing. You it said on. you felt an energy in the scenes where they were traveling in the truck. Together there was too. tension. There was yeah. tension. <laughs> so I think maybe that's part of the. Uh, they're really trying to bring her into the modern age. I do think Reba is having like a moment right now in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling Casey, cause obviously we've been talking about this all day <laughs> to prepare for this. And I feel like she's having like kind of an ageless moment right now. And this yeah. movie really like underlines it where they are talking about things like this, like, you know, renewable energy or whatever. Like, right? And then she also is like a judge, but she doesn't seem like, she doesn't seem old in this movie you know what i mean well yeah and even the suggestion that like she's basically getting her first opportunity right implies that she's like early in her career you know like you are kind of like she is set up as someone who's like 10 years out of law school or something and it's like well reba mcintyre is like 70 yeah yeah Yeah, no she definitely is having a moment laura i agree and i think you know, cultural critics around the country will attribute that moment to Reba Watchable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking back, it's like hindsight's always twenty twenty. It's hard to see that right now. But exactly. in five to ten years, like, people will know that, like, we sparked the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. you know? Like, we took a year off to let it simmer a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Revolution. Exactly. 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 You know, before Reba Watchable started, Laura and I actually listened to one of Reba's uh, previous singles, um, Ain't Going Out Like This. <laughs> it's actually Ain't Going Out Like That. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, it's below average, is all I'm going to say. I mean, it's, it's better, wow. but... She was trying to have, like, a dance moment, but I think the thing we took away from it was that she references her cell phone a lot in the song, which reminds me that she has such an irritating phone case in this movie. Like, and I, I think didn't it's, even notice that. I mean, you'll never watch this movie again, so I won't say, like, when you watch it again, keep an eye out, but like, she has like... one of those... And I'm sorry if you have one of these, but I would automatically judge you if you did. Um, the, like, book phone cases. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. Like, Palm she's Pilot always, style, basically. Exactly. She's always flipping open her little, like, book phone to be, like, unknown caller is calling. And, like, <laughs> right, yeah. Then it's there's, like, pull like, it out someone... of your back pocket and flip it open. And, yeah, and, like, and she's unknown. gonna, like, And then she's, like, there's a robot on the other end while she's, like, trying to deal with her, like, aging father. And she's, <laughs> I don't, I feel like that's another situation that sticks out to me because she also seems way too calm in that situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's true. Yeah, it there is. Well, she's Reba. She's unflappable. You know, yeah. you can't get the that's right. to the. You can't get the better of the hammer. You know, like that's right. the whole. Well, like... there, there. It's like the the moments that you're talking about. Like someone is threatening her life, and outside of her, like someone is watching her outside of her father's house, mm-hmm. calling yeah. her on the phone, like literally, like the plot of Scream, and <laughs> and there's a moment where she's having a flashback to traumatic child abuse and like you're saying she doesn't do anything she does not react emotionally and it's like is reba just completely punting reba mcintyre like punting on like the idea of doing like a some like heavy lifting acting or yeah or is lifetime just like no 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 no, it's fine like 
we don't have time I for that. I think she's meeting the quote is what yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Like, I think she's like, this is what they have for me. We're filming this in like three days. She knows know. how to react like in the moment, but she's not like building a character here. Yeah. Right. Like, and the other thing is there's just so much in this movie. That's like, true. We, we like haven't, we haven't stopped even naming things. We haven't touched on the drug court urine scandal. Right. Which yeah. is arguably like the biggest well, that's sort the, of like lesson some, of the movie yeah. is like, hey, like the type of judge I am is one who like gives drug offenders a second chance. Yeah, exactly. Which is like kind of good, I guess. I mean, if there's going to be a takeaway from the movie and it's like, hey, we should not trust the way the system treats right. You well, know? it's also like, nonviolent offenders. It's like, like that's it, like good obviously thing. it's it's couched in it's not couched in. It's okay to do drugs. Right. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. It's maybe the maybe the in certain circumstances the like parole officer is like sexually harassing right. the people that are. I mean, you know, I think once again that would never happen. Right. <laughs> I think um, what we're talking about here is Reba's jurisprudence, and it's really something to admire um, as a judge, especially a first-time judge. I feel like she really comes in there with like. She's like, if someone's watching you pee, like, we got to investigate. <laughs> and so, and I think she trusts people and especially she trusts women, even after she's been put in the position of drug court because she's a woman by that guy who's right. eating a moose at the, um, like, diner, Texas which also like, or something. Okay. Like. Why would there be a moose in Nevada? Like, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's not like it's like a local delicacy. You well, he's know? really, he's the judge. He's rich. He, 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 he gets wants. what he wants. He yeah. Ate, like, yeah, he ate like beluga whale the day before. <laughs> but, uh, that's yeah, an interesting scene because they were like, drug court is like so emotional. So it's a woman's job. So like, thank goodness we finally have a judge who's a woman who can handle this. But then it turns out they really do need a woman to handle it because right. the... P guys, <laughs> because the parole officer is like uh, coercing women into having sex with him and stuff, and yeah, it's horrible. And I mean, it's definitely like, wow, this is good. Look at Reba doing something good. Yeah, sticking um, up for Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saving that one up, haven't you? <laughs> Yeah, I, I managed to go, like, 30 minutes without saying that girl looks like TV Bridges. 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just that the woman who, like, got assaulted, which is not funny, but then it's like she's working as the cook in a strip club. They, right. like, go in the strip club, and they don't even, like, do the whole thing where, like, now she's a stripper. She's the cook in a strip club. She's, like, yeah, making chicken fingers. <laughs> I mean... It's like, I think it goes without saying that there are, like, unintentionally funny moments Deeply in this funny. film. And, like, we're trying to approach this of, like, not just calling those out constantly. But no, I, but... I, easily the funniest moment of the film was when they turned to her daughter, who was just coloring <laughs> in the strip club. Oh, my God. No, when, when serious stuff like this, like, tries, that's what I mean, where it's, like, there's so much stuff thrown at the wall in, like, an hour and 30 minutes. Some of it is going to wind up funny because you don't, like, pay it its actual right. due diligence <laughs> of, like, 
sitting there with it and letting it sink in right. as an emotional response. That's also where the movie, excuse me, the film feels very <laughs> like back edited too. Like they yeah. like shot of like they it shot was a, pilot. a bunch it was a pilot. of different. <laughs> well, I mean, also if this were a pilot, I would watch the show. I am interested in the next chapter for we'll watch the Big Sky. Well, okay, interesting that you say that because on the IMDb page, there's naturally like 12 people who are like this is the best movie I've ever seen, 10 out of 10. Um, and all of them are like, I thought it was going to be a TV show. Um, but I'm like, I still think it should be a TV show. I'm happy it was a movie, but I want it. I want more, you know, so you're not alone, Laura. I will say the featured review on the IMDb page, because I also have it up, is <laughs> from someone who does not know who Reba is. And the title <laughs> is probably for Reba McIntyre fans. Yeah. yeah Two out of ten. And then the, it ends with, sure. After Googling Reba McIntyre, I guess she is a legend and all that. <laughs> Good for her. But this movie is at best boring. I, so. I, why would you watch Reba McIntyre's The Hammer right. if you don't know who Reba McIntyre is? I don't know. It's there also, are so many videos and things out there to watch in the world. It's also funny to just like Google Reba McIntyre like with that level of like... Like, already, like, you have disdain for this person who's in this movie, and you Google her, and you're just like, shit, it checks out. I mean, she's a legend. I guess she's a I legend. I guess she's a great singer yeah. <laughs> Also, that review has four thumbs down, which is everyone on this podcast. <laughs> the other one that's called Judge Judy on Speed is also Oh no, I didn't read that. That's the pacing too. Like it just moves and moves and right. moves. Yeah. It I never mean, like lets you take a breath to be like, oh, this is like is a really serious thing. Yeah. When it, well, it's it's impossible to explain because like none of all of the things almost all happen in a vacuum. It's like her hitting the guy with the hammer has nothing to do with the drug court. Or the murder. It's just yeah. a random thing that happened. Like Either of the murders. Yeah, it's either of the murders. It's just, like, separate completely. <laughs> and the drug court thing is, which I guess is realistic, but she's it's like, it's just another thing that's, like, that she's having to juggle while dealing with the, that's like... That's why she has to live in her car. The thread line of these two murders. <laughs> like, she's just... Like, at no point is it, like, all right, well, does, like, does any of this drug stuff have to do with, like, the murders? And it's, like... No, I just have a lot on my plate. Like, that's one of the things. Like, when she checks her, like, phone calendar in the courtroom, being like, where's my assistant? <laughs> oh, or yeah. whatever. And her assistant who quit because he didn't want to work, he or she didn't want to work for a woman, right? Or, or oh, something. yeah. And then one of the people in Reba's office was actually sleeping with her. The judge. Uh, right. Her with predecessor. Judge I know. It's like, what? At the beginning. Right. And again, didn't. They were boinking. The, didn't advance the plot at all. Just like, hey, one of the people who you've already seen in this film. Well, that was like the whole. Or it didn't. It didn't solve that? anything. I don't. It just who ruled. killed the guy? So, we, the, so I think it, it was the wife. Made her. No, it made it her like feel bartender. like an outsider or something. No, it the, was. It was the bartender. The bartender this, killed. All the killing was done by the bartender. Okay. Yes. Like, <laughs> As this, usually and, happens. Which, like, ultimately <laughs> is a. Is a good way to sum up what we're talking about. This bartender, it's one of those, like, twists where, like, it's not like you were given a chance to guess that. There, yeah. there was no nothing hints. there. It was just like, oh, by the way, like, a different dude did this. The defining characteristic of the bartender was that he was obsessed with giving people drinks to go. <laughs> he was like, here you go. You want to take this one for the road? It's, and it's like it that's... doesn't have poison in it. Right. 
right, like, exactly. also that's like not legal. Like you're doing well, that's, you that's addressed in the in the movie. Uh, oh yeah, he, Reba calls it out. Yeah, but I mean he's it. It's just kind of like usually when there's a twist, it's either like oh shit, like I should have seen it coming, or the twist sort of like provides like a thematic element. And to... that's that's not here. You're no. totally right. That's it, why. That's why the Columbo formula is correct. <laughs> right. Because in Columbo, you see the murder happen. Like First you, thing. You right. see right. the killer, you see the whole setup, and you watch him like trying to cover it up. And then it's fun to watch Columbo like discover it. True. That would be fun. But this is regular like crappy murder mystery where, yeah, like the gotcha doesn't work because they, they did everything else. And it's not yeah. like we were like spending a ton of time with the bartender. When we were, like, <laughs> I know. There, he oh, was literally so much. just a guy who got speaking lines until we find out he killed. And to your point about like the Columbo thing, like I think we all would have been on board having Reba solve this, but she didn't even solve it. Like she was in the car with him while he was... Gonna go going kill her. to murder her, yeah, <laughs> and that's how she found out that he was the murderer. She's like something's a little, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I wonder if because you're about to murder me, yeah, it's, it's because like... you did the murders. <laughs> and it's like the bartender wants to give me a ride. I should just totally hop in, right? It was yeah. only the bailiff and the fact that she like randomly turned out to be dating like the dweeby cop who, who we see put, in the first. Who like scene. To- okay, also like. Props to like props to this guy. He got the girl he wanted, which is ultimately like the entire movie. The mo- like the only thing about the movie is that, like these two wanted to get together and they did. But like props for to him for pulling off somehow the most psychotic shit in the world of like I put a tracking device on this woman yes. that I wanted to sleep with because I was afraid someone might be trying to you know follow her. <laughs> And that's how I knew. It's I like, forgot about that. He's a fuck? benevolent stalker. Yeah. He's like, thank God I'm creepy as shit because otherwise you'd be dead. Yeah. And it's... The cameras I room caught the murderer. The cameras I put in your room caught the murderer. Right. Yeah, exactly. 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 You're it's welcome, your officer. <laughs> yeah. No, she's like about to die and she's on her way to the old barn. Mm-hmm. And then the bailiff is like coming after her. And... It's for whatever, I mean, it's like trying to explain why. Basically, the bartender, the the man who Reba get, ends up with, the bartender was in love with his ex-wife. And <laughs> so his ex-wife... Stupid. Diagram that sentence. <laughs> yeah. The, the, his ex-wife wanted... I know why he wanted... Uh, his ex-wife was having an affair with the bartender already, yeah, right? Yeah. And so the, it was like a kind of like vengeful lover. Like he was trying to make it so they could be together. Well, something. he was just being manipulated by her. Yeah. Right, and, right, right. But right. The, I'm yeah. trying to figure out why she wanted anyone dead. I'm for obsessed her that you guys remember this because by this point in the movie, I was like, I was maxed out. The second yeah. half, I was so lost. I know. I, like for most of it. I mean, yeah. I, I think that... Well, she was trying to get her son off. off right. Yeah, and for the for I don't the... think we should say that. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to prove her son's innocence uh, of the of the car thing earlier. The the Yeah, uh, the manslaughter his, whatever. Yeah, the manslaughter murder, charge. Who knows? Um yeah. It was that, but like why would so that was why she killed the first judge and I guess that's why she wanted to kill Reba and that's why she's just gonna I mean, keep killing. It's just <laughs> weird because like they, 
her and her ex boy ex husband would seemingly have be on equal, the same side, yeah. <laughs> motivation and like, but he was just sort of rationally like, yeah, you don't. I mean, nobody has to be murdered though. <laughs> and she was well, that's just because he went of, to Stanford. Yes, yeah. so. <laughs> he's a tech. He was able to. He was able to logically think through that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. right. He he used one of his techie tracking devices. <laughs> But yeah, so and it's I mean she's made this this ex-wife is made to be an insufferable entitled rich mm-hmm. woman. Um but all of her motivations are sort of vague. I mean, the thing that was the most confusing and you're only confused for a second because then the plot advances like Im- immediately immediately into like Reba almost getting killed, but Reba the son gets off pretty light and all the son basically gets the sentence that he was gonna get the whole time and all reba does is read him the riot act mm-hmm. which like for someone who is involved in involuntary manslaughter is probably extreme like you would expect that and the thing that sets off the ex-wife is that like she has the nerve to like say to, to sort of like to like give a lesson right to yes, his son true. The, who, it's like who like, gives a shit like it's so yeah. weird that, that made like, her so somebody mad. died yeah you know like i don't know like why you're <laughs> and like your son could have spent like life in prison like she didn't even change his sentencing she just said like here's here's what you need to learn son and like gave him like his sort of like like, like think a lot about exactly. what happens when someone yeah. dies. And she's she like, like he has, has to pick up trash on the side of the road. Right, like, <laughs> murder somebody. She, she, I think she literally said like how da- like he already feels so bad. How dare you embarrass him like that? Right. It's like what do you think this is? Right. Like this is a tr- court. It was insane. It, I mean, the whole it's just all deranged. I don't even. It's so much. Um, to quote another IMDb, um, <laughs> uh, this just really sums it up i think this really sums up just like the reba watchables experience overall for me is fun and quirky despite the ominous undertones (laughs) (laughs) i think that's true i mean and and a final sort of like inexplicable thing is that the the reason that reba is in great danger at the end of the film and her soon-to-be lover has to save her is because she's been drugged Oh yeah, that's then true. It seems like yeah. the, the bartender finally gave her like date. Rape well, he drugs. did his like, which we learn in the moment is sort of like his go-to for killing people. Oh yeah, because that's them. that's how he kills the OG judge. Right, right. exactly. But for you know, like the boy, the her her boyfriend, her real life boyfriend, saves her along with her uh, bailiff. Mm-hmm. But also, like the drug seems to just wear off. Right, she's like, like she's fine. just fine, and <laughs> she shoots, she shoots him. She's like, all you have to do is think harder, and, yes. and date rape drugs don't being work. Being roofied, right. you're good. <laughs> yeah, if you're a really strong and independent woman, you cannot be roofied. That's actually that's science. Um, but we, yeah, I mean, I mean the body have... has ways of dealings with things like that. <laughs> we. We don't the body really... does not actually keep the score. If you're asking me, but... <laughs> we don't really have like categories for this, and the plot is too. It, rating this film is insane. I'll, I'll, one question I'll ask is, who is the best actor in this film? Act- That's a good question. 
Bye. I think the parole officer who watches people pee. <laughs> That's true. Because he's like really a great guy. In I real life. really believed him. Like I, he felt believable. He did me. seem creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I see it. shit! I just realized that there's someone we didn't talk about, or there's a there's an acting choice that we haven't talked about, Ooh. and it's the district attorney's inhaler. Oh yeah! Oh that was yeah! So weird. He's he he winds he's up being like the, stress oriented. Yeah, he's sort of like a like uptight. Like, uh, you think he's the Reba villain the whole time, right. but he's not. I mean, yeah. he he has way too many, like, I mean, unless it's, like, intentionally red herrings, he has too many quirks as a character to have almost no relevance on the plot. Right. It's yeah. like, is he good or is he bad? And then it's just like, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. He's, like, he doesn't really he's have anything to do freak. with it. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's, he's the lawyer for manslaughter boy. And just like, yeah. so so why do I care about him? But like, he's prosecuting you... him, right? Yeah, no, he's yeah. prosecuting. I think the defense attorney is the... Is the, like, he's the, he's like, the, hired gun that's yeah. kind of, like... He's uh, super oh, fancy yeah. lawyer with the suit. Oh, yeah. The one who takes the plea deal... But it's he's probably from Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, so best actor, I honestly think it's probably uh, Barbara Jean. <laughs> she wasn't bad. Uh, is Reba's boyfriend? Yeah, he's I mean, not bad either. I mean, he does he he play like he's given a role that is not not ridiculous. It's not like his character isn't ridiculous, but he doesn't play it like a joke. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you're not like I feel like when he's doing his his like shtick, like when he's got his little monologues, you're not like distracted by how dumb this movie is. You yeah. you don't start wondering about like what the, I can't believe I'm hearing this guy. Say yeah. this. You're not like saying like how much did he get paid to do this? <laughs> I think he did it for love. Yeah. He, did it for love. Yeah. he did it for uh tax write-off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of think Phoebe Bridgers was pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, I, she gave, she certainly got some, some, uh, some lines to chew on. I mean, her role was Yeah, there not, was, it was hard. It was intense. There was some, like, there was some decent stuff there. I can, like, I can see why people would want to be, like, like, it's... Star Trek used to be like this, where you're like, oh my gosh, I got 25 episodes that are all, like, 45 minutes long. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, she could really relax into something that would be really awesome, I think. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, give her more room for, yeah. uh, like, for something where she's not expected to be like, I'm, I used to be a drug addict, I'm getting she can't sexually assaulted, years. here's my daughter, uh, <laughs> I, and now I'm Reba's plus. assistant, and yeah, I, true. like, want to do better <laughs> Um, what, if you guys had a favorite part or moment or scene or idiosyncrasy of this movie, what, what was it? Van life. I think just like the van life, everything about it. Like, I think just like Reba committing to that. I also like to imagine someone explaining what that is to Reba in real life. (laughs) Like they're like some people choose to live in their car and she's like yes some people are less fortunate than others and, and they're like, like no for no. youtube <laughs> it's like for on purpose to go places and she'd be like i don't connect but i really think that was an interesting <laughs> inclusion in the movie that was entirely unnecessary but i yeah. enjoyed it probably the most out of the whole situation because it just like leveled up the absurdity for me I mean, she has to relate on some level, right? Two or two or buses were the original van true, life. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. 
True. Oh, and Reba gets up and sings, doesn't she? That's yeah, true. The at the very end. Yeah, yeah. The, the karaoke. Song. Honestly, Judd's, that that part was uh, pretty that was awesome. special for you? Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, I was, I, like, shocked she didn't do a Reba song. I have a, Same. I, I have a question. They what, couldn't afford it. Which, <laughs> which of these two options is more likely? Do you think that they did a Judd song because, uh, as, like, a tribute to Naomi, or because... They had just said the word judge so many times, and they said judge, <laughs> judge, 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 judge. I think and they the just did former. the judge song. Okay. Yeah, I think That's it's judge, judge song. It, yeah. Yeah. I think it's. That'd be the latter. Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> judge. <laughs> I'm doing a tongue twister right now. Yeah. <laughs> could, could you get what. Could you please get my insane scenario correctly? Um, I. <laughs> we have also. I'm thinking of like new things that were insane that we have left off. Um, the the like gun happy cop who initially pulled over mm-hmm. Reba turned out to be dating the bailiff. That's what I said earlier. Oh, yeah. You thought I was talking about uh, Reba's boyfriend, uh, but it's okay. My bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like this this movie falls back into so much stuff where it's like we have to like tie up all the loose ends we introduce. But you're like <laughs> you true. actually don't. Like some of these people are just And some of these things like didn't even need to be introduced. But, yeah, like, no. That's fine. Just details that are so unnecessary. Well also Barbara Dream spent like a third of this movie in jail. Yes. That's true. Yeah, she was just like gone for a bit. <laughs> I was gonna bring up the scene like I think it's maybe the first scene where Reba like goes back to her childhood home where her like asshole dad who is losing his memory and Barbara Jean live and like Barbara Jean is like I'm just gonna have a drink and then she proceeds to pour herself she does the like two shots of vodka thing right like the whole yeah she just like pours it out and Reba's like there she goes again yeah exactly and it's supposed to like be believable that we like think she's actually like she doesn't know how much she's drinking like she's like oh i'm drunk now i don't know how that she said like it's not my fault that i was overserved." yeah exactly which is like like a joke i guess but like also but also wasn't it like three hours later it's like well why aren't you like blacked out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was a an unrealistic drinking scene but you know and they could have so easily made that legit you know, because obviously Barbara Jean and Reba share wine often. I have to imagine this happens in real life. So you just Absolutely. need to channel some of that energy, you know, into the movie. <laughs> but instead it was like her just getting obliterated instantly. Which yeah, is like... Right okay. away. In like a mug, too. <laughs> right. It's like pouring it into a mug. But. A, lot of, a lot of extremes in these kind of movies. It's kind of just like... You know how some people are alcoholics? Well, this character is an alcoholic. Like, you know how some people, like, are horrible to their kids? That's her dad. Like, they all just... It's like, like, yeah, there's no... Like you said, nothing could not be, like... Everything has to be tied up to where there's, like, you could put a diagram... You could put a big, like map and just map it all out. But it's out. like the messiest map in the yeah. history of the world. Well, it's I a, think but, given it, all the extremes though, and given the fact that we have discussed like 74 separate scenes, I really <laughs> think you get what you pay for with this Lifetime movie. Like it's fast paced. There's a lot going on. Uh, I know some people, I'm not necessarily this way, just like kind of turn stuff on in the background. If I was that way, there'd always be something new happening. Like, <laughs> you know, so honestly... Kudos to the Reba's Reba McIntyre's The Hammer 
They must have something <laughs> dope. Yeah. In conclusion, uh, <laughs> Reba McIntyre's The Hammer is a world of contrast. I mean, I'll, I will sort of like, you know, near wrapping up by like saying like the initial thing I talked about was how I was going back and forth, like trying to have like a serious in my head like is is Reba a good actor or like am I seeing anything that suggests she's a good actor and just like obviously you wouldn't see that in the Hallmark movie but like or the Lifetime movie like but is this it? Don't get it twisted. When when she like dresses down that kid in court. Mm-hmm. And she's like telling him, she does like a monologue of like, you need to like think about what you've done. You need to like, he lost a life and you have one. And the only way you can honor him by is by doing right. Like, she goes on for like 90 seconds. And I honestly was like, drop her in, like, give her good writing and let her do that in a movie yeah. that we're supposed to take seriously. Let her cook, let, let her, her, cook. her EGOT. I'll Put say her it. in the justified reboot. What were you going to say? <laughs> That's it. That's all <laughs> okay. I have to say. Okay. I just said, let her do it. Yeah. I agree with you because I think, I mean, obviously I deeply respect her as um, a performer and an entertainer and an actress in that order. Um, and so I think it is interesting that you kind of came in questioning her. That's <laughs> I think that I was given multiple You were in dialogue with the art, question. but I think um, your starting place is interesting to me. I don't think would have started in the same place, um, but I think we ended up at the same place, which is what matters. Right. <laughs> haven't, you, haven't you seen Tremors? Like, come on. He hasn't seen haven't. Tremors. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't either. I'm just going <gasps> off the show when I talk about how wow. great of an actress she is we have to we'll have to do we'll have to have you guys back for the special tremors episode yeah we, um, yeah no episodes for you just yeah no just no actual rebus, just just weird movies yeah the next time we come back we're gonna be like so yeah like the high school cheerleading uh tryout was <laughs> yesterday and she can't make it <laughs> <laughs> And then the next, I don't even know what tremors are. Are they are they worms? Is They're that, the worms that come I up from the crack to the ground. Don't no, spoil no. it. That's, that's okay. honestly you have to find, She has a gun. There's worms. Yes, yeah, she has thing. a gun. That's the only important thing you need to know about tremors. That's, that won't spoil the whole situation. That's, I'm like so on board with you. Like you saying, isn't that Dune? I was like, yeah. And like. <laughs> I feel like if a million people I haven't seen that either, this, by the way. Like, like a, a million nerds are just, like, so mad. Like, I wish Reba was in Dune, actually. <laughs> I mean, there's a Dune sequel coming out. Maybe Reba she is might actually be. in it. Yeah. Reba McIntyre's the Dune? She brings, she brings the hammer to it, and she kills, she kills Dune? Is, <laughs> yeah, is Dune know. the bad guy? I haven't seen yep, it. That's that. right. <laughs> Dune's um. the bad guy. <laughs> Uh, Emperor well, Dune, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you guys very much for sitting through the hammer and for being willing to discuss it at length. <laughs> it was it was an honor, really. Literally, literally, anytime I and like no, we mean that literally. Anytime yeah, this. it's great. I kept being like, oh man, somebody's asking me to do mystery science theater finally for the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> This is our generation's uh, mystery science. It's theater. what everyone is saying. Watchables. Yeah. No, I mean she gives us. She gave us a lot to talk about, to think about, especially with 
the biodiversity impacts of solar panels, <laughs> which have to I be have a, a lot thing. of research to do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to do your own research on that one, as we all know. You know, can't trust lamestream media when it comes to solar panels. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you guys. Is there anything you'd like to plug? You still have your show, right, on Sundays? Yes, we have our radio show, Run Out Numbers. It's all vinyl. It's a kind of a lot like this in that it's chaotic and stream of consciousness, but so important. We scream about Reba all the time. Yeah. We actually played a Reba song uh, this week in hey. honor of this. So, Whoa! Um, Till It Snows in Mexico, if you know that hey. one. Uh, if, if you're in Nashville, um, you can tune into 101.5 FM uh, if you're in a very select distance around East Downtown Nashville. radius, as we say. Uh, it's a low power station. Yeah, or you can go to uh, WXNAFM.org and uh, just click around and you'll find us on Sunday mornings. Yep. Hey. Awesome. That's awesome. Well... Like I said, thank you again, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in, all the, you know, dozens of you, um, to our return episode. Thanks for bearing with us during our, our gap. Yeah, um, we're back. We'll do episodes soon. Every day. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, New episodes daily. every day. Yeah. <laughs> no, but all the same, um, you know, subscribe, rate, review. I haven't even checked, honestly, like Apple Podcasts or whatever. I have no idea if there are any. I think there was like one good review and one really bad review. So they kind of no, like balance. I think there were three pretty good reviews and one really bad review. Yeah. Uh, That's all you need, really, you know. Which is perfect. That's called... <laughs> A dialogue. <laughs> Doesn't pay any respect to the source material. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could be one of those new reviews um, if you wanted to. But even if you don't become that review, thank still you for listening. You. Yes, we still love you. And we will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye.